Hello and welcome to this disability podcast. I am here today with Cara Mollica and normally she's a guest on this show, but today I have an announcement. We are actually now business partners. Yeah. Hey, so um, welcome partner. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome to be here in this capacity and it's been a long time coming and um, yeah, we finally joined forces and it's going to be a very exciting journey. Absolutely. So just to give you guys an update, so we're doing this podcast along with another four, so it's a total, ser- a total series of five podcasts um, around a course we are launching. So that's the business partnership. So we both will still run our businesses as um, money mindset coaches and financial, or me as a financial advisor as well, but this is us joining forces. And today is a special episode um, on the back of the beginning of many, um, just sort of to start the conversation about the course that we are launching. And the course is, if you have, uh, haven't seen anything on social media or LinkedIn, it's the Money Mindset Coaching for Goals-Based Advice. So it's sort of really rich with lots of great content and just sort of helps um, advisors delve deeper into um, helping clients achieve their financial goals. And so we're going to talk today actually about the first thing and one of the things that got me into this was sort of like the floor in the fact-find process and we're going to sort of give you a bit of teaser on what's going to be um, shared through the course as well and over the next few weeks. So please keep tuned in. Absolutely, yeah. And great intro there, Amy. So One of the things I really noticed when I came into the industry over a decade ago um, was that we are so good at learning the practical side of things. Um, We're so so good at the the technical um, and what can often be missing and what, you know, I really had to work on when I first came into the industry was how do we more deeply connect with our clients to really understand their Um, you know, what keeps them awake at night and what their truest, deepest desires are and how they truly want to live their life and, you know, what their goals are. And that can be the challenging part in really truly uncovering that because often people don't even know themselves. So they're not able to, to tell you. So if you have the tools to coach them through that journey to really discover that, and you already have your amazing technical skills to be able to achieve that from a practical perspective, then, you know, your your ability to serve and help your clients is going to be so much greater. And this is why, you know, Amy and I have joined forces and we're both so passionate about this topic um, because we really see how it helps clients so immensely um, and it's also going to help you uh, in your in your business, but also, you know, having more enjoyment um, from interacting and dealing with your clients because we all know, you know, we get into financial planning to help and serve people and this is going to give you some additional tools to do that even more. Well said, absolutely. Well, I find also what happens is clients come to us with potentially a question or guidance on something that they want to achieve with their finances, be it I want to retire with X amount of dollars or I'm thinking of buying an investment property or whatever the the goal is. And we have a fact-find process and we're sort of already going based on what they're telling us. They've come to us with this. And the fact-find 
process sort of gives us a little bit of insight about their current financial situation, but it doesn't give us much more than that. So we kind of will get an idea of how much insurance they have, what their assets are, what their liabilities are, but we're not really reaching the deep-seated purpose behind why they really want to buy that investment property or what they really want to retire for, you know, what kind of retirement they're after. And this sort of one I found, and this is what I started searching for and why I did a lot of the, you know, we've done between Cara and I, we've done lots of courses and had multiple mentors and done a lot of, and we've sort of now pulling together an incredible library of resources, um, which we can't wait to share. Um, but this is where I started doing my research and fi- trying to find answers on how do I get into, find what's really motivating and how do I get my clients to open up and give me more so I can help them um, because the fact-find process is quite flawed. It is very basic and we're not taught as advisors to learn how to ask these questions and to learn how to recognise certain patterns and behaviours. How do we find, you know, how do we recognise that there's actually other issues going on or is that really Um, you know part of their value system is that goal actually going to be achievable because if it's not aligned with their values it might just all fall over absolutely so that's sort of really what this part this very beginning of the fact find process is where you kind of start seeing the cracks if you haven't got those armed with those really deep-seated questions and I don't know about you Cara but when I you know one of the things that used to frustrate me and I'm actually just writing an article about this at the moment is getting to that review period and you go okay we've we've set your news you know your investment strategy up I I sort of set up a a cash flow modeling plan so you were putting x amount of dollars to do 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 and, and, and so on and then all of a sudden you get to that meeting and all that money that they'd saved just about two months before you meet, they've gone and given it to a friend for a startup of a business or they've gone and done an investment property or they've done nothing at all. Yeah. And I would feel like an absolute failure. I felt like I was failing. But I realised when I started doing the research that it wasn't me doing, you know, there was, there was a responsibility we have as advisors um, and I now include regular reviews and regular meetings with clients to keep them on track because it's something we need to exercise. But I realised that there was a flaw in the system. Yeah, absolutely. And it's when we started kind of looking at the programming and conditioning that we all have as individuals, as human beings. We've all developed a set of programs, um, a set you know, conditioning that we all have around a whole number of things in our lives and in society, not only money, but it's it's looking at that rather than, okay, you know, let's try, we, we can't discipline our clients out of this. They can't discipline themselves out of this when the same thing has been happening over and over again. We need to look at why that's happening and where that's come from. And so these tools help you to really dig deep into that to be able to understand because once you bring that, these subconscious um, thoughts and beliefs to the forefront, to their consciousness, that's the first step in in being able to move forward. And until we do that, um, our clients and, you know, ourselves included are going to continue to sabotage ourselves without even realising because 
we're operating from our subconscious and there are beliefs there that aren't serving us that we don't even know that we have, that our clients don't even know, that that's where this stuff's coming from. And it's it's deep-rooted stuff often. Um, and, you know, there are so many different layers to that. We're going to touch on a couple of those in these podcasts to give you an idea of the depth of this and how much we need to uncover with our clients to really help them catapult their results um, and live their lives the way they want to live. Well said. Uh, one of those things where, you know, we're going to be talking about, and I'll just sort of give you a teaser, is next week we're talking about um, the financial set and mindset. You know, sometimes we're in a situation where we see clients that are just kind of stuck at the same amount of income year in, year out, but they have these really big goals. But why aren't they getting there? You know, we're not, we're not seeing that. Um, in the in the fact finding we're not delving deep enough to actually be able to even recognize that that might be an issue and how we can then further direct them and help them and get them past some of these things that that you know you may see or hear out on the internet and with with articles money blocks um, or issues that that stop them you know we, we talk about in the world with income there's a glass ceiling what is that with us personally what's our glass ceiling where you know what's stopping us from achieving the life goals that we have and money has a huge part of that which is why our clients come to see us and clients usually come to see us when they're frustrated that they can't do it themselves or they just don't have the answers um, but the money part is only a, a small piece of the pie and what we've got to do is sort of show them the whole pie and then realize have them realize that it's all kind of collaborated together it works in one thing yeah it's like looking at all areas of your life and I always you know say to my clients this is never about money for money's sake this is about money being an enabler to to do the things that you want to do and you know it may be that you want more time you want more independence, you want more freedom, um, or your client may want to not be stressed and burdened around money so they can spend more time with their children or their family, you know, or their partner. They, they, everyone has a different definition of success. And what this allows you to do is help the client define their definition and then Getting to that is so much easier because you know exactly where they want to go and they're less likely to sabotage themselves because it's aligned with their values and what they truly want, what they truly desire. And the, the, we have to help them figure that out because most people don't know. And, yes, there are magic bullets on how we can help them figure that out. That's the beautiful thing about this work is that, you know, we've learned ways and skills of unpacking this information and working with clients to actually get to the nitty-gritty of this stuff. And sometimes it can be really simple and, you know, quite easy to recognise and then they go, oh, my God, I've not even you know, seeing that, and that happens a lot. Sometimes it's really a, a more of an unpacking process. And uh, we talk about how the mind works, subconscious mind works, and neuroscience, there is absolutely lots of science behind this. And then once you've got all of that, there's the awareness piece. But it's, you know, we're, we're talking about how do we recognise some of these patterns and behaviours. So I think that's in podcast 
three. We talk a bit about uncovering clients' financial past. Sometimes it's about seeing patterns and behaviours, perhaps relationships that have affected them that or, or beliefs that have affected them and so on. So that's another thing that we'll, we'll talk about and we also will have in as a part of the course as well. But you, as you can see, the fact find doesn't discuss any of that. It doesn't yeah. talk about, doesn't ask, hey, what, what, are, what are their concerns? What are your issues? What are your fears? You know, what, what keeps you up at night? What, what's your truest desire? What makes you happy? You know, doesn't even ask any of the basic questions, does it? Yeah, and you know, this is not to say that the fact that the facts and figures aren't important. They absolutely are. We need to have that information, but this is like an add-on that is really going to help you understand your client better. And the better you understand them, the better you know them, the easier it's going to be for you to help them and serve them. Hundred percent. And then it's about, it's so much easier to hold them accountable. That's where sort of the coaching process comes in. It's like, you know, once you've decided, you know, you've come to a place where you recognise what their values are and what their true goals are, that's where the numbers come in, the facts, the, the details, the devil's in the detail, the strategy can really work and you'll see them fly. But along the way, the awareness key piece is key to keeping them accountable and on track because we will keep falling. This is actually, you know, constant work. I think you've just written an article on the subconscious and we will find ourselves in autopilot and, and sort of falling backwards into sort of this habit. So it's all about being aware and exercising that awareness. Like we go to the gym, we want to flex those muscles, we want to keep fit. You can't just do it once and go, yep, yeah, it's done. So this is the beautiful thing about this work is that it really establishes such a longer, deeper relationship between the advisor and the client so that, you know, there's far more ongoing success for both parties, in fact. So from a business practice point of view, as well as the client's point of view, is like um, they're kicking goals, they're actually getting somewhere and they're being understood and heard and having that space where they can actually feel that someone's, guiding them in the in in the direction they really want to go and not you know with with blocking out all the other noise because this is their their story their space yeah absolutely to explore it um and to do that in a in a safe place yeah absolutely um so so we've covered a couple of things as well I keep going back because the point was you know I don't want to Get anyone offside as well in regards to the fact finding is, as you said, important to have. But ASIC sort of states, and, and now we've got, you know, the, the layer of FASIA above that, that we must know our client. Now, this sort of work really delves deep into understanding what triggers our clients, what is important to our clients, what um, motivates our clients. And for that, we're sort of giving another deeper layer to the fact find process. So it sort of really does tick that compliance box when it comes to giving advice. Absolutely. And understanding those motivations and desires can be so, so critical to your engagement with your client because um, as I mentioned before, I mean, we're all so different and success looks different to everybody, but to deeply understand why 
a client may be spending money in a certain way or they may be giving money to family members or, you know, loaning money and to understand why they're doing that and what that means to them and, you know, how is that linked back to their values. And it it may not be that they stop doing that and it's not for us to to really have an opinion on whether they should or they shouldn't, but it's around making them aware and so they're not doing it on autopilot. So it's not just a habit and a pattern. Once they're aware of it, if they choose to continue to do that, then absolutely, you know, that's what you can help build into the plan for them. Um, But it often, once you bring it to their awareness, they will still do it in some circumstances, but not necessarily all circumstances. And knowing your client at that level, you're first of all able to serve them better, but also you can demonstrate that that's been in their best interest because you've had those conversations. Ah, yes, and you've just ticked another compliance box there on best interest as well, best interest duty that we must adhere to as advisors. Um, And sometimes we think, oh, that's, you know, the due diligence we're doing um, in terms of comparing a product or, you know, um, say insurances or investment products or whatever the case may be. But in this case, really, you're just coming further and far deeper. I actually have a client who um, does if her family overseas, and this is quite a cultural thing, um, money every month. And, and, you know, understanding that, and many advisors probably have that, um, and we not think anything twice, we build it into the, into, into the plan. But having a conversation with her and a far more detailed conversation, not just, oh, that's what you do for your mum, that's fantastic, okay, understanding where she's from, understanding her culture and, that's okay, move on. But because of the relationship we've established, because of me understanding what's going on in her marriage even, I further questioned some boundary issues that she was having and it was absolutely fine for her and she was still wanting to do the the gifting to her mother. But there were siblings and other people that were really pushing her and stressing her out that she would end up just giving money and she was frustrated because she was getting nowhere with her own personal goals so that was a really perfect example of not just letting what information we're given and saying okay yep that's ticking the box in the fact find process and I do understand that's a cultural thing but because we've actually gone into deeper stuff and talked about some past issues and I've recognized that one of the issues that she struggles with is boundaries and that she was incredibly uncomfortable with the level of of gifting that she was doing for other family members and that she was basically holding the entire financial world here in the family sort of dynamics and it was unnecessary because these two other siblings actually also worked. So she was topping their their lifestyle up and she was because she just didn't feel comfortable, didn't have the confidence or um also had a self, you know, this self, sort of self-worth thing of feeling that they're going to think I don't love them. There was all this other stuff that we had to unpack and work through to then go, you know what, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say this is not okay. And empower yourself to go, I'm giving back to me. And it was hard, but we got there. And she's still actually now more so than before enjoys still helping her mum. 
and still giving that money overseas, but also it, it has enabled her to grow her wealth and feel far more confident with her money and being able to give properly because she wasn't feeling so restricted this time around. So that's an example of how this can really work. Incredible example. That's, yeah, amazing. And that's actually, this is not that long ago. That's why it was sort of fresh in my mind. As, you know, you as it, some clients of mine don't sort of come on board exactly as sort of employing me as their money mindset coach. It's sort of now tagged on in part of my financial planning practice. So, and I, I talk to them about that. So that's something that, in this, you know, the course that we're offering, I will bring, you know, show and demonstrate how you can bring this work into the business and not actually have it as a separate offering, but actually as part of the financial planning process. Yeah. Um, and I, you've also, we've spoken offline about this as well, but how to incorporate it into your client's journey, no matter where they are on their journey with you. So whether they're a new client or an existing client, um, how to incorporate it in at those different points um, of your business. Yeah. So I want to um, also go through, we have a few other podcasts. I'll just quickly just give you an idea. So in the next few weeks, I want you to keep out uh, an eye out. So next week we're talking about financial set points. So this is where, you know, I talked about the glass ceiling we actually set ourselves. So we want to smash those glass ceilings for our clients. We want to um, get them thinking past that or getting past some of their sort of set boundaries that they've put, put on themselves somewhere, you know, usually quite subconsciously. Um, we're then going to also talk about their financial past and how that can really affect, uh, again, it's more a lot of scientific stuff. So we'll be talking about how brain works and the neuroscience behind this. Um, we're also going to be talking about, sorry, I'm just looking at some notes um, how we can help prevent them from um, sabotaging them, like their future. So we're looking at once we've established goals, we can actually set them up so that they're actually on the, the right path and um, rewriting money beliefs along the way. So we first of all got to recognise what those money beliefs are, what those sabotages are. As we, I mentioned before, I think in the world of the internet, often people call it money blocks um, yeah. and sabotage and what what else what are the things have you heard them call limiting beliefs you know what's getting in your way subconscious beliefs sabotaging beliefs there's so many different terminology for it yeah so we will be talking about that in podcast four and i'll just quickly get sleep deprived at the moment (laughs) oh that's the other one of course i've already touched touched on this about the ongoing journey as well um and this is the great thing about this work is that it as you know I mentioned and you know Cara sort of mentioned as well this is a a process that we need to exercise I exercise I have to remind myself every day you know the the fact is once you know you can't unknow it's then about practicing it (laughs) Such an, it's really an ongoing journey um, and a lifetime journey because it's, I always liken it to peeling an onion, right? So we go through the first layer of, of limiting beliefs or the first layer of, of things that are getting in our way. And then there's always another layer. There's always a deeper level um, and different things will trigger us in different ways. And it's not about never being triggered or never having a limiting belief ever again. It's around 
being aware of it, noticing it and thinking, oh, that's interesting. Um, I'm choosing not to believe that anymore. And being able to identify it um, and interrupt the behavior, interrupt the pattern before it just, when previously it would have just played out and we didn't even know that it was playing out. That's true. And obviously along the way, again, bringing it back to the traditional fact find, where, you know, as advisors, as coaches, we're setting really practical steps so that the awareness piece comes in. You can recognise, just as you said, Kari, recognising something going, huh, but there's also the, you know, organising the behind the scenes is where the, you know, the money bits are. Yeah. But it's working. It's all sort of, you know, in, it, all in flow. So, if, for example, I you know, work with my clients on cash flow and I, I sort of set up automatic systems where their bills are paid when they get paid and they pay themselves their savings and they pay their investment plan and everything. everything's automated. The real work is actually keeping them on track with all of the awareness stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Find the numbers stuff really easy yeah. at the end of the day. It's like, okay, that's a no-brainer. Once we get that right, and this is then you're going to find there's such little surprise along the way when you get to that review meeting. It's more about, huh, this has happened. We've kicked this goal. We've done this. Now let's aim for something greater. That's where it gets really exciting. Yeah, and really fun for, for both you and the client because they're kicking goals and well, together you're kicking goals. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking forward to delving further into this and chatting to everyone next week. So please tune in, um, keep an ear. If you haven't got any, if you haven't registered interest to this course, please do, link will be in the show notes. Um, otherwise, please don't hesitate to reach out to both Cara or myself. Um, you can contact us on LinkedIn and Instagram, Facebook, so we are about. Um, all details will be in the show notes. Um, and this isn't just limp. I mean, we've, we've got this for Australian advisors, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, this is something that if you are interested still, if you are overseas, don't hesitate to reach out to us because I think this is really great um, content and it's our life's work at this point. <laughs> I mean, both of us have been doing this for a very long time. Um, so we're very, very excited. And I think we're more excited because we've actually um, made it official in this business yes. partnership. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, so check out the link below the pre-registration if you would like more information. And, and like Amy says, contact either of us. Um, we're super excited to, to share this with you all. Excellent. Well, thank you. And by the way, just a quick disclaimer, um, if you are after advice, please do seek advice. This is all general in nature. Um, I do have an AFSL, but there is no advice given in this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to, to uh, chat again next week. Thanks, Amy.